Welcome to the Minute Talks with Desi Schneider again. Thank you for joining me and listening to that which I believe the Lord has laid on my heart for this day. And that is turn around, turn around. All of us have a desire for things in our life to turn around, for things to line up, for things to work according to God's working, for things to turn around. But do you know that before your life turns around, before your circumstances turn around and be made right and conform to God's perfect will for your life, we ourselves in our heart need to turn around and face the living God. We have to come to the place where we'll humble ourselves under God's mighty hand. And if repentance is required, then that is what we'll do. We'll change our mind. We'll turn around from the old thought process of rebellion and hardening of our heart and stiffening of our necks against the will of God. And we will come to a place of submission, surrender, a yielding to the Lord's desire for our life, and we will allow the Holy Spirit to continue this work of transformation, to conform us to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, because we are to reflect the glory of the Lord in this hour. This is truly the last hour, and all of us have an anticipation of the workings of God. All of us really have an anticipation of the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we know before his return, there will be a restoration of all things. And the primary place of restoration is our hearts to be made right before our God. Let's go to Second Chronicles, one of the more, more popular verses that we read in church services regarding repentance, regarding prayer, because really the place of turnaround in our life is the place of prayer. And so let's see what the Lord speaks to Solomon at night when he appeared to him in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12, we start. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I've heard your prayer. The Lord is always tuned up and tuned in. There's no surprise of what we're going through to the Lord. He is well aware of our moments, and yet he's expecting us to come to him, to turn away from the way of obstinance and trying to resolve our own little matters, to coming back to the place of faith, trusting the word of God. And this is what uh, the Lord will speak to Solomon. I've heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Do you know that we are a living offering? Our life is to be really a house of sacrifice. Not my way, not my will, but his will alone. That I'll come to this place of a mind renewal to recognize I'm a purchased possession. I'm his, and he has a desire to manifest his life through me to another, to the entire world, actually. 
And so the Lord continues, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, and that, of course, is because they have chosen to yield to the curse. They have chosen to disobey the commandment of the Lord. But there is the way out. What is the way out? Repentance. Verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. You see, this is the hour to come back to him with our whole heart to come back to him and to receive the refreshing that would only come in the presence or through the presence of the Lord. Let's go to Acts. This is preaching in Solomon's portico. Um, Peter speaking and... um, we're going to verse 19, so Acts 3, but we're going to start at verse 17. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, crucifying the Lord of glory, as did also your rulers. But those things, those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, all that God has ever said, the word of God, that the Christ should suffer, he is thus fulfilled. His word is being thus fulfilled in your life and in the world. The plans of God are coming into fruition and nothing will halter the movement and the intents of God. But whether we are engaged with those movements of God and the plannings of God for this hour depends on our heart whether it's stout against the Lord or whether it's in compliance to his will for this hour. And look, verse 19. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you, before whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Everything that the Lord has spoken in his word is being fulfilled. The word of God does not perish, nor does it shift nor change. The only one that shifts and change, it's us. And that looks like whether we conform with his will and we align and shift and undergo a transformation or whether we decide to undergo a shift back to the old nature and return back to the old wicked ways of the flesh. And so really, the word of the Lord for this hour is be found right, in right standing before the Lord. Walk out your salvation. Work it out with fear and trembling so that you have this assurance of faith, so that you will know you're found exactly where your Lord wants you. 
in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Every promise is being fulfilled. There is no slackness in the Lord, but he is patient. And this is what Peter is going to tell us here. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us. Why is he long-suffering towards us? So that we'll be found in his perfect will. So that, look, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance, that all be lined up with his will, that none go astray and perish, that none would hear on that judgment seat of Christ when they stand before the Holy Master, depart from you, I never knew you, although they did cast out demons in his name and they did perform miracles in his name, and yet the Lord did not know them because, because with their mouths they were close to him, but their hearts were deviant, far from him. And so this is the hour of repentance. Come back to your first love. Wake up to righteousness. Come back to the one who has called you because he is faithful to keep you. He is faithful to keep you. Let's go to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 23. Now may the God of peace, this is my prayer for you, May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, wholly. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. To be preserved blameless, to be found blameless standing in the blood of Christ, standing in full persuasion of faith, knowing that you have accomplished the will of God for your life. Oh. Because he who calls you is faithful. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He has taken residence in you today. He is in you. He is for you. He is cheering you on. And if he, the faithful God before you, who can be against you? He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Hebrews 10, 23, I believe, is in the same manner. Let us hold fast. Do not let go of the word of righteousness. Do not let go of your firm persuasion in Christ. Do not let, let go of, of your full assurance of faith. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Do not be shifting back and forth in doubt and unbelief. And, and playing a game with your holy God. Be found accountable to the end. Because he who promised is faithful. 
He who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. And today I'm encouraging you. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. The day of his return is approaching. And so we are to stand firm to the end, to be found, to be found in faith, to run this race with perseverance, to not let go of the word of truth, to not deviate from the plan of God for our life, because he who says these things to us is faithful. In the book of Revelation, in chapter 21 and in 22, a few verses I wanted to look at. In chapter 21, verse 5, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Our God is real. Our God is true. We live life before the one that sits upon the throne and says, Behold, I make all things new. He's given us a new heart, a new desire, a new nature, a new way of life. Be found in the newness of your life, in the newness of this resurrection life, and, and come back, turn away, turn away from the old way. Turn around and face him today. Turn unto the voice that speaks to you today. That all things are being made new. And he said to me, John writes, Write, for these words are true and faithful. His word is true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. It is finished. As Jesus cried out on the cross, It is finished. And here again, he's saying, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I'll give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Do you thirst for righteousness today? Freely he is offering his life. Freely he has given all things for you. To walk in this new way of life and truth. He who overcomes, that is us. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, all things. And I'll be his God and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, the sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. If we are in the second category, we don't have to wait until this moment. We can repent right now and be found in the first category of the ones who have overcome, of the ones that God says that He is our God and that we are His children. In chapter 22, verse 6, then he said to me, these words are faithful and true. 
And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Everything is working according to his counsel. The counsel of his will. Fear not. Be found in his will today. Look, look at what Jesus says. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Do you know, do you know that without him you can do nothing? Do you know that the only place where all things would work together for you? As Romans 8.28 says, We know all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. The only way things would turn around for your good is when you're found in Christ, standing, fully persuaded, in full assurance of faith, in full assurance of faith, knowing as John 15, 4 says, Jesus, the words of Jesus, abide in me, Jesus said, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. Bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch, and is withered, and get, and they gather them, and throw them into the fire, and they are burnt. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you ask what you desire, a turnaround. You ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples." Isn't that amazing? Without him, we can do nothing. And so this turnaround message is be found abiding in the vine. And if you're not, repent. If you're not, come back to your first love. Situate yourself in the place of life. Situate yourself in the place of his abode. In him alone can you stand. And in him alone are you established. I love the words of God to Jeremiah. A lot of verses today, but that's good. I love the Lord's reassurance to Jeremiah in chapter 15, in verse 19. Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, if you turn around, if you return, then I'll bring you back. You shall stand before me. Hmm. If you take out the precious from the vial, make a separation, the holy away from the unholy. Live life dedicated, separated to him. The holy life of Christ within you. Then you shall be as my mouth, the Lord speaks to Jeremiah, to you and I. Let them Return to you, but you must not return to them. 
and I'll make you to this people a fortified bronze wall. And they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. No weapon prevail against you when you stand in Christ. For I am with you to save you, says the Lord, to deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked. There is a turnaround portion for you today. I'll deliver you from the hand of the wicked and I'll redeem you from the grip of the terrible. You are found in the palm of your loving father today. Stay put, stay placed in this placing of the abode in Christ that you have. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and listening to Desi Schneider again on Dominion Talks on this turn around message. Glory be to God. Be blessed today.